Welcome to Chat with the Constants. I'm your host, John Constantine, and in studio is my daughter. And we have a special, special guest this, this time around on the episode. She is a children's author, being introduced as a young adult author. Her name is Kelly Leslie. And Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. And we're glad to have you. Now, for our audience that don't know you, tell us about yourself. Well, um, I am a retired elementary school principal. Um, I live in Ontario and have been, I can't believe it's been five years this June that I have been retired. And my husband and I moved to the country when I retired. Um, I have two fantastic daughters. One is going to be 28 and the other is 25. Um, We have a wedding coming up in September. Um, and in my retirement, um, I started writing children's picture books with a special focus on special needs, um, because that was a passion of mine throughout my whole 30 plus educational career. And, um, a very dear friend of mine and I took that my picture books and we wrote a curriculum resource, um, for social emotional learning, which is a a big thing it has become a big thing in the Ontario curriculum and then for fun um I always wanted to know if I could handle writing a novel and that's when chances are uh, was created and it's a a young adult novel um for teens around 14 to 18 ish with um a message about always believing in oneself you don't believe in yourself who, who do you believe in exactly but when my daughter came to me with your book she says dad this book is awesome I'm like okay so, so she was telling me about it and then i forgot about it for a moment and then she started talking oh that's the book that you enjoy reading and she's like yeah dad there's 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 some cool parts in here that kind of remind me of me and you a little bit i'm like really and then obviously hence here's the author we're sitting down talking to kelly <laughs> leslie who wrote that book another, well, mo- another moment in history on chatting with the constantins on anchor.fm wow you yes. <laughs> to be part of it <laughs> i am so happy that you're here um for our listeners um i have the opportunity to read kelly's uh new book chances are through breezy discovery um they gave me uh, a advanced copy of your book to review, and I, I was really inspired by her story. Um, the main character, Chance, lost her father, and um, her writing started with her dad, and that's is one thing that uh, laid heavy on my heart, because uh, dad is the reason why I'm an author today. Um, he got me to uh, pursue my writing dream. But also, I always, um, I was bullied in elementary school, so I know how Chance feels when she's uh, trying to fit in. Um, I, I know what it's like, um, but, I, but I love that she has support from her boyfriend, and that trip she takes with her boyfriend is really where she starts to realize why she's doing the things she's doing. Um, this story is a refreshing young adult novel, I have to say. Um, it's very inspiring for all girls, and I really recommend it. Um, 
I love your way that you use sensory details to describe the beautiful water and the beaches. Um, you did very well with that. Uh, set, describing settings took uh, me a while to learn how to write uh, using sensory details. So anytime an author does that very well, and I can picture the scene, I, I have to put a comment in my review about it. Um, but the story is really good. Um, she takes a long journey and she has to process her emotion and dig deeper to her soul to really find out who she's be. She goes on a, a path of self-discovery. Um, and I really love the story and that's why I had to have you on here. Uh, not only because of your story, but you're also a teacher. And um, I love that your children books um, help people with disabilities because I could relate to that. Um, I may not uh, have autism or sensory uh, social emotionals, but I have a physical disability and I know how Chandra can be. Um, I love the panda in your Bruno series. Um, <laughs> I love pandas. Um, and I think I love pandas because it's the first stuff and my dad bought me when I was sick in the hospital. So pandas bring a memory for me. But I love that um, your panda Bruno um, has autism. And I love how you've created a curriculum for teachers to go with these stories. And I'm so happy your email address was on your website because I really was trying to figure out how to message you. Um, <laughs> but I do love your stories. I don't know much about the Hannah. I was looking at the Panda one, but I don't mm -hmm. know much about your other children book, Hannah. Um, well, first of all, um, Destiny, I, I'd like to thank you. Your review of my young adult novel, Chances Are, was absolutely awe. I was awestruck. I was um, because you you got the the message in my book so clearly. And um, seriously, I read your review, and right away I'm showing to all my family members because I was just so excited. Um, it, it's the first time that you know somebody has written something so thorough about that book. It kind of justifies you, you know what you've done when somebody really truly understands the message. Um, so I thank you immensely for that. My, um, my Hannah's series, Hannah's Hugs, was my very first children's picture book. And um, I wrote it at, in a writing course that I was taking. And, and uh, my instructor at the time said, you know what, you should give this a go. And so I did. So my Hannah's series is basically five picture books with the same characters. So Hannah, she's a caterpillar. And she has anxiety. So um, it's all about Hannah and how she copes with her anxiety and manages um, to overcome, overcome it with a little piece of magic, as you uh, alluded to earlier, Destiny. Um, and then from that, I created Hannah's Little Sis. And Hannah's Little Sis, and a lot of these characters are taken from students that I have had the privilege of meeting and working with over my years in education. So Hannah's little sis is taken off um, from the character, her, her, her enthusiasm and her drive and her spunk is so like one of uh, my students in um, my last school before I retired, just an amazing little girl. And so Hannah is all upset. And uh, sorry, Hannah's little sis 
is all upset her name is Tempest because there's somebody in Caterpillar School who always stands um, with his walker by the soccer field while she plays and watches. So Hannah is now has now become a butterfly. And at the butterfly releasing, the cocoon releasing ceremony, um, Tempest is waiting anxiously for her sister to come out because she always, she always gives great hugs. That's the first thing she does. And she gives great advice. So she goes running towards her sister and she said, I'm just so frustrated because this poor guy, he stands by the soccer field and he can't play. And Hannah just says, you know, Tempest, I believe in you. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And that's Zachary. And Zachary has cerebral palsy. So um, Hannah explains what that is, that his legs um, might not work as well, but you know, that doesn't mean he's, he has fantastic strengths. And basically she says to her sister, you know what, I believe in you and I know you'll figure it out. So I'm not going to go through details of everything, but what happens in the end is um, Zachary and Tempest become very, very best friends. And Tempest realizes he's, he's so smart. He's an amazing artist and he can explain things to her um, so she understands them. And she also realizes that the reason he stands up by the soccer field all the time is because he can see things in the players that others don't. So he has very good spatial sense. So he can see, and he even says to Tempest, you know, you are so fast, you're so fast, to, um, on, you're the fastest runner on the field, but sometimes, sometimes you gotta think which way you're gonna, your moves before you react. So what happens is he's asked to be the coach of the soccer team. And then my next one is Kevin's struggle. And Kevin's struggle is very dear, near and dear to my heart. Um, I lost my oldest brother to cancer three years ago, and he was a pilot. And he knew, honestly, from my earliest memories, he knew probably when he was five years old that he wanted to be a pilot. Like he used to make our parents drive. We lived way, way far from the airport. We got in the car. Honestly, we drove two and a half hours so we could watch the planes and then we'd go home. Um, so he, he was able to fulfill his lifelong dream and he was an amazing pilot. He had asthma and that prevented him from doing many things. And, and um, he was in the hospital quite often as, as a child, et cetera. So Kevin's struggle is about a butterfly who um, is hiding the fact from his friends that he has asthma because he's afraid that he won't be allowed to fly on the migration of the butterflies to Mexico. So it's all about how he um, realizes that it's okay to share this information and finds out that he gets nothing but support from his friends and his asthma. And again, Hannah is in that one as a butterfly who is his friend. Then um, I have Riley the Riddler. And in this book, I thought, you know, I want to lighten things up a little bit. And Riley, again, amazing student who, oh my goodness, my gray hair is thanks to Riley. He <laughs> loved this boy, but wow, did he put me through my paces. And Riley um, had, uh, oh, has ADHD. And he, to this day, 
um, has a very special friendship um, with, um, oh my goodness, my goodness, I'm, I'm having a, a, with Nathan. And Riley and Nathan were best friends in, in my school. So that we're back to the caterpillar world and Riley and Nathan go to camp, summer camp. And um, they are called junior counselors. And again, Hannah, she's now butterfly and she's one of the, the camp counselors. So she's involved again. So the continuation, so students will, and children can recognize, oh, there's still Hannah and the progress and how she's progressing, et cetera. So uh, Riley the Riddler is all about Riley. He's a very, very, very funny guy, very funny guy. And um, has problems focusing, et cetera. And again, it's a matter of him realizing his strengths and what he is able to bring to a situation. And he does help the entire camp in an emergency situation. So he kind of like takes control of the situation. And um, again, it's self-realization and appreciation of strengths. And then, as you said, um, my Bruno series is two books, um, same characters, Bruno and Kim, who are panda bears. And uh, Bruno has autism. And Kim, her learning is um, fantastic. And she becomes uh, Bruno's biggest advocate. And Believe in Bruno is the first one. And Ready, Set, Stop is the second one where um, Kim is determined that Bruno, because his strength is he's a super fast runner, among other things. Um, and she's determined that he makes it into the track, track and field event for panda bears with special needs. And that's what that's all about. Again, it's about friendship and believing, recognizing our strengths and capitalizing on them. So sorry, I'm sure I just talked way too much there. <laughs> no, that was awesome. That was awesome. Cause, cause I have a funny story. You mentioned Bruno as your panda. That was my nickname all through high school. Are you serious? No, no lie. Serendipity. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. That is, wow. <laughs> my, for the longest time, my wife thought my name was Bruno until I told her my real name. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of ironic. It is. <laughs> so, so what was uh, your favorite thing about writing stories? It, what was it from the inspiration from the students from the schools that you've been in, or was it something else that you just found inside yourself? I think it started inside myself and, and it began with my motivation of reconnecting with the, the writer I used to be way, 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 way back in elementary school. I just loved writing. And I had a fantastic grade seven teacher who really ignited it in me and um, really encouraged me. So it, it, that it began with, huh, now that I'm retired, I have some time on my hands, finally. Um, so I enrolled in a writing course. So that was the impetus. And, I, and from there, when the assignments kept continuing, then I said, you know, I, I had unfinished business when, um, before I retired. And I always wanted to create, well, I did do this actually with my, my friend who I wrote the curriculum document with, um, create a track and field event for students with special needs. Because our neurotypical students, I've watched years and years and years and years, uh, they, we send them off to the cross country meets, we send them off to our track and field meets, and, and we have an incredible population, which I believe 
are not celebrated enough. That's sorry, that's just my personal little. Um, and so I always had this passion of how can we, how can we recognize more so the strengths? So my, my friend and I, Joyce and I, we created something called Believe Beyond Bounds, which was, um, we started it, we got it in two years of it um, in, in the, the Board of Education where I retired from before COVID hit. But we did have a track, I call it track and field, um, on a full day event for students with special needs. And oh my gosh, uh, beautiful. So another thing that used to bother me was the lack of representation of students with special needs in print. And yes, there are some fantastic books out there, some children picture books, et cetera, um, but in my opinion, not enough. And I also wanted to target young, young, young students because my opinion is if they're learning when they first enter school in kindergarten, about differences and, and positive differences and recognizing our positive differences in, in everybody, then that becomes their norm. So when they are older, et cetera, it's, it's like, yeah, well, of course I would include this person or that person or believe in them, et cetera, et cetera. And so that was my, also my desire to create books for younger children to start addressing um, inclusion, kindness, acceptance. Um, and that's where we are. I was, I was very fortunate in my first school where I was principal. I had a, it was called the DD class, a developmentally delayed class. Mm -hmm. And I had, I was so, so fortunate. I had an amazing um, teaching team um, and it was incredible their positive influence and their attitudes permeated throughout my entire school. So um, all our students were, it was, just, it was just a miracle in terms of acceptance. And I would have parents come to me and say, you know what, my child went to a birthday party and there was a child who um, has autism and he was having a really tough time. My child was went up to him and helped him and talked to him and and helped et cetera et cetera because of the environment that this teaching team created so i just wanted i wish i could just take that model and put it out there starting at a very young age so we can have a paradigm shift going away from judgment to recognizing positive strengths in every single one that we know wow that's that sounds very inspirational my dream. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we got a few, a few minutes before we got, we have a break coming up. Um, so is there any breaking news on chatting with the constants on anchor.fm about any new books you have coming out in the works? I'm sorry. I'm any, any, any new books in the works that you want to share for, for me? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about a sequel to my young adult novel. Chances are and calling it second chances. And I do have in my back pocket some more um, children's picture books. I've had friends and colleagues approach me saying, oh, could you address this heart condition that my child has in a picture book? So others in her class will understand her. Could you address um, diabetes? Um, could you address hard of hearing? So 
it's in my back pocket. Um, I'm waiting for life to, to settle down a bit. I'm supposed to be retired. My, my family keeps reminding me, but <laughs> thoughts in the back of my mind. Well, you, you, you're used to working and you're used to going on the go every day from, was it seven to three or nine to five? And then there's the tension involved with that. You got to stay a little later. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the late class and then, the, oh my God, I can imagine <laughs> Well, I can't imagine how your day was being a principal because you had all those decisions, disciplinary actions, talking to rude parents and assemblies, budget meetings. That was must have been a crazy time. I bet you're kind of glad you retired now, right? Oh, my goodness. You know what? It's so <laughs> funny. I look back on those days. I go, I don't, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> I just get tired thinking about it. <laughs> but I had some really, really fantastic uh, schools and met some amazing people especially the kids so what was it like that feeling to have your book published out on amazon or barnes and noble or any of those sites what was that first initial reaction that you had oh my goodness um i i will reference my my buddy um joyce again with this one because she's always been my biggest cheerleader um and when i was you know, you know, self-doubt, huge, huge. And I think, oh, I don't think I'm with Hannah's hugs because that was my very first attempt. Um, I, I was talking to her about it and she was, you have to do this, you have to do this. Just put it on, get it out there, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I, you know, okay, I'll try. And she is the one that um, called me and said, I don't, don't go online. Don't look at anything. Just don't just wait, just wait. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I wasn't really keep, you know, keeping up with stuff, <laughs> not tech savvy. So <laughs> what she had done is she found it when it went on up on amazon.ca, she ordered it. And so I had never seen it um, in, you know, the, the published um, version. And so she FaceTimed me and um, she said, look what I just ordered. And I was blown away. I was just like, oh my gosh. It was such a cool feeling, such a cool feeling. Um, and then, you know, like, like I said, she's, she really truly is my biggest cheerleader and she is a teacher. That's how I met her in my last school where I was principal. So yeah. then she started bringing it into the classroom and introducing it to, you know, different teachers, et cetera. So, that was amazing. And then when she and I worked on the curriculum resource that we co-published, that that was so cool because I, it was just so much fun working with her and creating um, the, this book together. And then it was a different feeling when chances are um, went on Amazon. And I guess it's just because I wanted like I, like I said, I didn't tell anybody I was writing, chances are, and I did the reverse. So when it went on, I, I did a pre-order an author's copy and I surprised Joyce. We went out for dinner and I said, oh, by the way, this is what I've been doing the past few months and uh, handed it off to her. But it it's a very cool feeling, as you well know. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is, that's an awesome feeling that uh, you'll never... Never get back until you get the next one. And then maybe five years down the road, you'd be on a bestseller author's list. Mm, 
I don't know, guys. It's just hard slugging, isn't it? The indie author route. <laughs> oh my God. You got to do everything yourself and you really get any real no type of help unless you reach out to people that you don't know and say, Hey, can you help me with this? Or where do I go? Where do I turn? I, I, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. It can be challenging, but it's also rewarding, just like teaching us. There's challenges and it's a rewarding career. Um, I've been lucky that I've met a wonderful group of writers through when I was uh, doing my master's degree program. And I met a friend uh, through the Southern New Hampshire's Writing Club. She led me to Coffee House of Writers, and now I've been writing for them for over two years. Um, And I've met some wonderful writers that have really helped me uh, increase my platform and full of support and encouragement. Um, And I keep learning new things all the time. Um, One thing is, though, every time I'm about to publish a new short story or poem or article, I still get that self-doubt and nervousness. I I don't know. It still doesn't go away. But then when it's up and you see that people are reading it, you still got the excitement like you first published something for the very first time. (laughs) Exactly. It never gets old, does it? No, Uh, it doesn't. (laughs) And and I always keep telling Destiny, like, you've done a fabulous job. Put it out there. And being an old dog in this in this generation i know i can't we can't please anybody but as long as we please ourselves and we know we accomplished what we accomplished that's all we need to feel we need Mm -hmm. to feel accomplished Mm -hmm. and satisfied Mm -hmm. because because you know success will come you know you you get knocked down you get back up do all over again inspiring me to uh, continue on (laughs) you should you should all right so we're going to take a break. Uh, welcome back to Chat with the Constantins. We still have Kelly Leslie with us. So, Kelly, welcome back. Now, before we're chatting about your books and what inspires you, now let me ask you this. Are you a hockey fan? Oh, boy. Okay. This is pretty funny. Um, my daughter's going to kill me. So, yes, uh, I am a Leafs fan. My sister-in-law is a huge, huge Bruins fan. But... I'll ask you, John, do you know the name Jesse Pollock? Jesse Jesse Pollock, Jesse Pollock. It doesn't ring a bell. We do a podcast. It's called Bar Down for, um, it's part of TSN. Anyways, my daughter's going to kill me. She's dating him. So that's how my connection for, with hockey, because he, this guy is like, he knows his hockey and he's a huge, huge Winnipeg fan. But that's my, that's my extent. I'm 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 gonna have to break it to you. Uh oh. Take a guess what hockey fan I am of. Uh, something to do with New York. I'm thinking. Buffalo Sabers. Buffalo Sabers, really? We 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 have a lot of Toronto fans that come from Toronto watch the Sabers game, and there's always that rivalry every year. And I have (laughs) a funny story. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but this is all about you. But I I just have to tell this story. My my brother-in-law scored some tickets on Easter. Mm-hmm. And when Ryan Miller was with, was with the Sabres, we, we, we were surrounded by Leafs fans and we were just crushing them like seven, nothing. Ryan Miller was a stone in them. And, and um, RJ was, you know, regenerate the famous voice of the Sabres who just retired. Yeah. And Oh my God, what a game, what a game. 
And like all, all, all these fans around us were all cussing and moaning and like, yeah, we won. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As a Leafs fan, we should be used to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got a pretty good team now. They got the they got Matthews on on his team. That's a, a mean goal scorer. So, mm-hmm. so, some other guys they got in the draft. So they're gonna be okay, I think. And then and then uh, the NHL got a new a new team called the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, up in Seattle now, and then last year the Vegas Knights came in. Well, two years ago, I'm sorry, two years ago they they came in. Wow. Yeah. So the season's gonna be that much longer with more teams, no? That's about the same. Yeah. It's just we Sabers ain't going to the playoffs, so they're they're on eleven eleven season drought. Oh man. It's kind of like they're rebuilding, rebuilding, and rebuilding. So it's gonna take some time. So anything else in the works uh, with your writing career besides those books you're working on? Uh, no, that's about it. Um, right now, uh, I, I teach um, at the Faculty of Education. Um, currently, I'm doing a primary junior social studies course. You're probably in a bad spot. Are you on Wi-Fi? I am. Hopefully, it'll, it'll last for a few more. Yeah, a few more minutes. Yeah, yeah. We should be good. Okay. I got faith. <laughs> got to have faith, right? Absolutely. <laughs> do, do you have any questions for Kelly, Destiny? No, I just, I do hope there's a sequel to Chances Are. If there is, I'd be happy to read it and do another review for you. Oh, well, um, thank you. <laughs> you know, Destiny, what I would appreciate if I could send you uh, the unfinished manuscript for your input. I would really, really appreciate that. Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, I um, lady. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, I uh, I haven't had much opportunity of um, giving feedback on manuscripts. Um, I helped one of my friends with the first three chapters of her, but um, uh, editing and uh, giving feedback is something that I want to start doing for other authors. Um, I'm even thinking about signing up for an editing course so I can earn my uh, certificate. Um, But I would love to help you in any way that I can. Well, thank Um, you so much. Well, you're absolutely, you know, you're very good at it in terms of getting to the meat of of, uh, a story and the the meaning behind it. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I can vouch for No bias there, Dad. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm fair. I'm straight down the middle. <laughs> right down the middle. <laughs> now, uh, any any websites that you want to share with our listeners that we can add into the description to where they can find your books and things like that? Sure. Um, my social media is I am on um, Instagram, which is at Books. Um, and Twitter as well. My um, website is https, you know, backslash sites.google.com backslash view backslash K Leslie books. I might have to make that into a tiny URL. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. I have it saved to send to you, Dad. Sweet. Because <laughs> uh, 
this episode will probably be up later today when I get done editing. And then I'm going to edit our website. I'll have all your links on our website, including the description in the podcast and your photo on our wall of our wall of guests. Thank you. Well, I'd like to do the same in kind, if that's okay with you. If you could send me uh, a link to your podcast that we can put on our social media as well. Oh, yeah. No worries. When I get it all done, I'll send it to you. Um, it'll be through anchor.fm. Well, I'll, I'll eat. What I'll do is I'll um, finish it all up and I'll, I'll forward it over to Destiny and then she can email it to you. That'd be fantastic. Thank you. And then, you know, Joyce is my social media guru. <laughs> we'll put it up. On <laughs> I have to have it. I'd be hopeless without her. <laughs> it sounds like she's your personal assistant. <laughs> in all ways <laughs> yes it's always nice and, to have a personal assistant yeah and just to and just to tell you and our listeners i have your book review for chances are featured on my blog uh mm-hmm. creations uh your book is also featured on our author website as feature book of the week no. um so i've been sharing it um even one of my uh, friends from Coffeehouse Writers, Jill, loved my review of your book. Uh, so you have a compliment from her as well. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been sharing it, Thank so that so way, much. that way the word gets out and you can gain more readers. Well, thank you, and I would be more than happy to do the same um, for you. And you know, we got to work together and support each other. Um, exactly. You want to send me your titles, etc. We do something uh, called Marvelous Mondays on our Instagram, and we we feature an indie author um, every Monday. So you know, if you want to send me all you know anything and everything that you have, and kind of the same thing, Destiny, that you asked me to do, just give me a brief bio, a brief breakdown um, of the book, and then a picture. Um, and then a picture of the cover of the book, then we'll feature you on our Instagram as well on Marvelous Monday. That's awesome. Oh, Thank you. I love that idea. Yeah. I, figured, I like you know, Marvelous we, Monday idea. We love, we have to, like we were saying before, it's, it's tough as an indie author and, you know, anything we can do to help each other. I'm so in for that. It's, it's all about that networking. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you never know that one person could skyrocket you and the other guy can skyrocket all at the same time. And then we all prosper at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> anything else that you want to want to go over or any, anything that we might've missed? Um, no, I think, I think that's, that's about it. I really, really appreciate um, you having me on uh, the podcast. I love what you guys do. I love that you're a, a father-daughter team. Um, yeah, I, I thank you for um, talking about my picture books, my uh, curriculum result, resource. It's called Do the Daki. Um, D-A-K-I stands for Differences, Acceptance, Kindness, and Inclusion. And it's really written for educators, mostly from kindergarten to grade three, but we do have some junior teachers using it as well. So I thank you guys uh, for this opportunity. It was an absolute pleasure meeting you. And I, uh, I hope our paths continue to cross. Oh yeah, no problem. Thank you. We'll do everything we can to, to help you. 
and you're welcome back anytime. You. If you got something new you want to share, we'll set up an appointment uh, anytime. And we're, we're also on our socials too with the, the what the CWTC podcast one on Twitter and Instagram. And then our my daughter has our uh, Facebook page with our children's authors page. And then we have constantbooks.com. And but we'll forward all that over to you when, when it's all done. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. And again, thank you, Kelly, for joining us on Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. Please follow us on social media. Please support. Please subscribe for your memberships and keep the conversation moving forward. It's always a great time to have a great chat. And this has been Chat with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. <laughs>